Today is a traditional observance day, Nuposita day, and uh, being the full moon, uh, I'll wait for the bell ringer to come. So let's chant the refuges and precepts together. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sangang Sarnanga Chami Dutyampi Buddhang Sarnanga Chami Dutyampi Dhammang Sarnanga Chami Dutyampi Sangang Sarnanga Chami Tatyampi Buddhang Sarnanga Chami Tatiampi Dhammang Sarnanga Chami Tatiampi Sangang Sarnanga Chami Panati Pata Virapmani Sikapadang Samadhyami Adina Dana Virapmani Sikapadang Samadhyami a brahmacharya veramani sika padang samadhyami musawada veramani sika padang samadhyami sura mereya majapamadatana veramani sika padang samadhyami vikala bhojana Viratmani Sika Padang Samadhyami Nacha Gita Vadita Visuka Dasana Malaganda Vilepana Dharana Mandana Vibhusanatana Viratmani Sika Padang Samadhyami Uchasayana Mahasayana Viratmani Sika Padang Samadhyami Idang Me Silang Magapalanya Nasa Pachayo Hutu
allowing yourself to settle, continue practicing. Sometimes after chanting there can be a little more energy and aliveness in the body and mind. We can connect with that to support our practice, knowing the aliveness. the energy. Are you aware breathing, body sensations, hearing, And noticing perhaps the difference between those simple physical experiences and any responses or reactions to them. Thoughts, moods, mind states, feelings, feeling tones. Can we be present for experience in a very simple way? Just aware of what's arising each moment. And allowing yourself to connect with your familiar, stabilizing experience, if that's supportive for you. But not holding tightly to it as other experience becomes obvious, draws the attention. No problem, just aware of that. Receiving our human experience.
cultivating a relaxed, steady, allowing awareness. In the simplicity of this steady awareness, many things, many experiences can be very naturally known. And the steadier and simpler the awareness the less involved we are with doing that, the more that is revealed. We're not in charge of what is revealed. And so can we settle back and be willing to receive, receive what is offered in this moment. One of the aspects of experience that can be seen with this simple steady awareness that often is below our radar and yet it can kind of become available to be seen as the awareness gets steadier and simple. is recognizing, seeing, becoming aware of the impulses that move us. Mental urge to do, to act. Every action of body, speech, of mind is preceded by an intention, subtle impulse we can know we're going to move before we move We can know we're going to speak before we speak. We can even know sometimes we're going to think before we think.
these impulses to move, to act. Can sometimes be conscious, we decide to do something. And sometimes they simply arise. Actually, they always simply arise and sometimes we take credit for them. Seeing this arising of intention is a powerful way to begin to understand how our minds function. In this moment, for the next couple of minutes, we can explore this a little bit. Just taking a kind of commitment to stillness. Often it's easiest to see these impulses with physical movement. And so committing yourself for the next few minutes to stillness of body. Not in a rigid way. And the investigation here or the curiosity here, let's say, is is to be curious about in committing to stillness, might you see an impulse to move? Just seeing if you can notice the urge. Relax. Sometimes movements can be very subtle. trying to look for the intention so much as seeing if it might be revealed in this commitment to stillness for a few moments. with an intention comes a an accompanying reason for the intention, what we might call a motivation. And if we can see 
the urge, the impulse. Sometimes we can also see, recognize the motivation that accompanies it. It might be a motivation of greed (coughs) or aversion if there's something unpleasant happening, wanting to scratch an itch. And seeing if you can notice the impulse and maybe the motivation Motivation might also be one of compassion, kindness, wisdom. curiosity about this aspect of experience, about the intention. When we can see the arising of an impulse to act and maybe notice the motivation accompanying it. If the motivation is one of greed, or aversion or confusion. Maybe we can simply recognize that, oh, wanting to move, aversion is arising. Can this be done in a relaxed way? Oh, aversion is known. Sometimes we can see an impulse to move and just simply seeing the impulse, it arises and passes. And we are still, again, the mind becomes more still. So you're welcome to let go of this commitment towards stillness in this moment.
if, it fi- if you find it useful to pick it up for times and play with it. That's fine, you're welcome to do that. Our main work is this cultivation of a simple, steady awareness. It doesn't look for anything in particular necessarily, but receives what's arising. Moment after moment. A simple, steady awareness that reveals our human experience.
beginning to notice more subtlety in our experience. As the mindfulness gets more continuous, this kind of subtle aspect of experience such as the intention can be seen, be recognized. It is subtle enough that if we're trying to see it, we probably won't. The continuity of mindfulness allows us when we're not, and actually sometimes even if we're, um, when we are working at kind of prompting the mindfulness, reminding ourselves to be aware, connecting with um, the activity of encouraging the mindfulness, that also is, is, um, often it's a little more gross of an experience, more obvious or more, um, a a grosser experience that would obscure seeing something like the intention. And so the intention can be seen more as the mindfulness, as we get into that, Um, that momentum of mindfulness. We talked about the the hoop, the tap, tap, tapping of the hoop. It's more when the hoop gets rolling, that more subtle experience can be seen when the mindfulness is is more in a flow. And that said, we can... um, create conditions that might support being able to see the intention. The stillness that I suggested you explore in the, in the guided meditation. That just commitment to stillness and kind of a curiosity. Hmm, if I commit to stillness, maybe, maybe the intention will show up. But then it's just sitting with that experience, not looking for the intention. Some good places to kind of be curious about the intention. And again, you may or may not see it, but but just curiosity about it. Anytime you shift major, major shift of posture from sitting to standing, from standing to walking, from walking to stopping, from sitting to lying down. Any major shift of posture, the, the intention can be a little more obvious in those times. Now, in going from sitting to standing, you know, there's, there's a really um, kind of obvious intention there. And yet often, our mind has kind of jumped into the next thing we're going to be doing, and so we miss it. We are more thinking about the tea we're going to be getting than the activity of standing. And so just exploring a little bit, 
in this realm. Sometimes my um, my teacher, Saito Utejaniya, would say to me, nothing I say is something for you to do. But it does create the conditions when I say it. Perhaps for there to be some curiosity that will create conditions that you can see it. And so that's sort of the, uh, the, the, along the lines of this instruction this morning. Maybe there can be some curiosity that will allow you to see this very subtle movement at times. As I said a little bit earlier, these intentions, these impulses to act, arise, and they arise based on conditions. They simply arise based on the conditions. Perhaps we've been sitting for a while and then we feel pressure in the bladder. And with that pressure, there's a little bit of discomfort and an understanding of what that pressure means and an intention to relieve that pressure arises. Following from that arises a movement of standing, the intention to stand. A whole host of intentions unfold from here. And often when we're not aware of this process, what happens is something more along the lines of, oh, I need to use the restroom, better do that. And we miss kind of this whole unfolding of the impersonal nature of this experience, the not-self nature of the arising of that intention. As I said earlier, these intentions simply arise and often we just take credit for them. This is a very strong place of identification, tends to be a very strong place of selfing around the intention. It feels like I'm the one choosing, I'm the one deciding. And yet as we start to see the choosing simply arise based on conditions, and then sometimes the sense of, oh, I did that, come in later, we start to see how the sense of self is constructed also. And so as the mindfulness becomes a bit more continuous and we can see these intentions It becomes a very powerful doorway to understanding the not-self nature of experience. And yet again, so might be, ooh, I want to see that. That's going to get in the way of seeing it. So it really does need to be just settle back, cultivate your continuity of mindfulness. And notice those times when mindfulness is a little more steady, stable. What's revealed in that time?
what's available to be known. So are there any questions about this piece around the intention this morning?